Sarah McKnight is a Londoner who moved to Skull after meeting a Corkman. She's a swimming teacher, an open water swimming coach and a level one triathlon coach. She started her swim teaching career on board cruise ships and from there moved to the Cayman Islands. But every Sunday morning, she takes a group for a swim off the slipway at the Fastnet Marine Centre in Skull. I joined them recently, but before that, I had a good chat with Sarah in the perfect surroundings of the town's Harbour Hotel. So, Sarah, we're going to talk about swimming in a few minutes. But first of all, I wanted to ask you about your your path to Skull, but in particular, your early years in your career, which wasn't swimming at all. It was on board cruise ships. So how did you get involved in those? Um, Yeah, so after college, I had um, worked... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'd worked um, in leisure centres in the UK. Right. And um, I had become qualified as a swimming teacher, among other things. And then um, I'd been travelling in Australia... And then I decided I just wanted to carry on traveling, but see if I could travel and work at the same time. And somebody just suggested to me that there was work on cruise ships for personal trainers and fitness instructors. And you were you qualified at that stage? And I was qualified also as a personal trainer and fitness instructor. Mm. So um, I applied for the jobs thinking that I probably wouldn't get them. And then... um, got offered a job by Steiner UK, which was the recruiting company for the spas on board the cruise ships. Right. So then um, I got the job, got offered the job by them and we were sent up to London for training training for a month. And then off I went at the age of 21 to Miami. Wow. Joined this, never having seen a cruise ship before in my life. Yeah. Onto this huge, huge cruise ship. And... um, our contracts were nine months, and because I loved it so much, I actually extended my contract and ended up staying for a year. Wow. And really, really enjoyed the work, the life. Uh, yeah. And had you fun. come from, uh, did you live near the sea when you were young, or had you any involvement with boats or oceans? or? Yeah. So, okay. Well, I actually grew up in London, but we always had a sort of holiday place down on the South coast of England. Right. Whereabouts? And so down in a place called West Wittering. Oh, where's that near? So near Chichester. Okay. So, uh, which is of the world. kind of near Portsmouth. Yeah. Um, so then we, uh, yeah, so I used to sail, swim. We were always okay. in and out of the water there uh, growing up as kids. So. And so the cruise ship, you really loved that and you ended up teaching swimming did you on the cruise ship yeah so when I got on board I suggested that possibly that was something else they could offer and I did start teaching swimming on the ships as well to mainly to adults who just thought it would be a nice thing to do while they were on their cruise but they might only be on a cruise for about a week would they would they learn much Uh, on a weekly cruise actually yeah (laughs) and it was more for the fun of it as well but yeah no they certainly would learn a little bit yeah, so that's when you got the bug, I suppose, for for teaching. Yes. Seeing what it could do for you. Yes. And then you ended up in the Cayman Islands after that, did you? Yeah. So we did two years on the cruise ships. <clears throat> and, and you met your husband there. Met my husband right. during the world cruise on the QE2. Corkman. Corkman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we decided we weren't quite ready to come back to Ireland or to England. Uh, so we decided that we'd uh, apply for jobs around the world. 
and we both found work in the Cayman Islands. Right. So he is a chef and myself as a personal trainer in a gym. Lovely. Nice lifestyle, was it? Fabulous lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> nice weather. <laughs> Lovely weather. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, for, for our uh, 20s and into our 30s, fabulous, fabulous lifestyle. Right. Um, so... Um, yeah, it was when I was there that we really, I really got into the bug of the sea swimming. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, because turquoise seas. I was just going to say, I'm warm. <laughs> Beautiful, warm yeah. water. Um, I mean, you do have singy jellyfish and sometimes sharks and okay. stingrays and things <laughs> Maybe not swimming so nice. around you. Okay. So, but actually, no, absolutely gorgeous. And we were lucky enough while we were there um, to have extremely good swimming coaches. Right. So um, I... You did more... Did more... Yeah, training. More, more training. Yeah, and more so qualifications. In, in Cayman, they um, run a series of sea swims. Okay. Every... Um, so every season, every... I suppose it's winter season, actually. They run a series of sea swims. And so there'd be um, like a 500 metres. And, and I'd never really done much actual sea swimming before. And a friend of mine said, oh, come along, let's go and do a sea swim. Yeah. And I we did the swim. Mm-hmm. And my husband was walking along the beach as we were swimming. And I really didn't do very well. And then when I got out of the water, he said, yeah, you should probably get yourself a pair of goggles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like goggles. everybody else. Okay. Yeah, do not notice. <laughs> no. <laughs> so then the next time I went, I got myself a pair of goggles, yeah. put my head down and actually started swimming. It didn't do too badly. Um, and then it just went on from there. It got right. a bit addictive. So mm. I did the whole series. And then I realized, yeah, I was actually doing quite well at this. Um, and then started getting a bit of coaching for myself, joined the triathlon club over there right. and, um, yeah, just really enjoyed it. Just kind of went on from there. And do they still do those seasonal swims? Cause they sound very attractive they do. to someone like me who's trying to plan a holiday they and do. swimming. <laughs> and actually, yeah, I've been kind of trying to plan to go back as well. <laughs> yeah. Sounds perfect. Idyllic. So after that, you did decide to move back and you decided to move to, Cork initially, but then Skull. Yes. So, and why Skull? So um, my husband is a chef uh, and into food and beverage, and it was his dream to buy a pub in Skull. So down we came and we bought the Black Sheep pub, right. which we ran for about five years. By this time, we had three children. Um, it was an experience. Okay. <laughs> Were you involved in the pub as well? Uh, a little bit, but right. I was really mainly bringing up the, the children. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, hard work. Very. Yeah, very mm. hard work. And then uh, we actually decided to get out of that business. He, we sold the pub and then Derek's gone back to sea. And he's been back, back on the cruise ships for the last 15 years. Chefing. He's now food and beverage manager right. of... Um, on Royal Caribbean. Very nice. Yeah. So, but that's a very big commitment to for him, isn't it? Because there are long stretches, I presume, away yeah. from home. He goes away for four months and he's home for two months. Right. So, yeah. So that has but meant you've a bit of time. I have a bit of time for definitely. swimming, and the kids are older now, which is great as well. Yes. So you have it. you have more time. 
so tell me a little bit about, now you teach here, we're actually in the lovely Skull Harbour Hotel, yes. which has been revamped and it's absolutely stunning and we hardly get a better location in Ireland. We are so, so lucky to have it here. Isn't it gorgeous? Yeah. So you are teaching swimming here, so there's a really big demand for swimming lessons. There is. There's a beautiful pool here at the Skull Harbour Hotel the deep, in the Deep Blue Leisure Centre. And um, yeah, over COVID, of course, all swimming lessons were cancelled. Mm. So there's a whole generation there of children who really didn't get their first swimming lessons at the right time. So we're really busy trying to get those children up and swimming and going. Yeah. in the pool, which has been really, really successful. You, you spend a lot of time teaching adults. I do. So what are some of the things that you've noticed about Irish swimmers and their techniques? Are we good swimmers? Um, y yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. There's, yeah, I think um, it's the hardest people to teach are the sort of young, fit Right. Hurling yeah. <laughs> players yeah. who've got lots of uh, muscle and not a lot of body fat. So they right. find it more difficult to float and keep their legs up. But definitely there's uh, we can teach everybody how to swim. Yeah. And is there a big interest in, with women swimming? Because that seems to be a yeah, big growth we area. We seem to have a lot of women swimming, especially more, way more women interested in the sea swimming. Yeah. Yeah. And tell me, so you do sea swimming regularly as well here and you do um, classes in the water and you couldn't have a better location, really. Um, so I know you've contributed to that beautiful book, the Wild Swimming book that came out, I think, last year. Uh -huh, and yes. you mention how it's such an ideal location because you can get in and swim quite a length along the coast here and be quite close to land all the time. So tell us a little bit about the location there up at the Marine Centre. Yeah, so we're really lucky to have the um, Fastnet outdoor marine education center up there yeah. with a slipway that um, just goes straight into the harbor and then we've got about two kilometers of wow. shoreline that we can swim along uh, and you know it's just safe yeah you're never more than a couple of strokes away from shore if you need to actually hop out um it's yeah, and all the beautiful little coves along there as well yeah, a lot of people stunning. don't realize that um, that shorefront walk and and swim area in Skull is really an incredible asset. It is. That people, really a lot of people, unless you're from Skull, don't even know it's there. So um, tell me a little bit about the classes that you do. So how regularly do you do sea swimming classes? So I tend to start in April, weather permitting, and we start really the triathlon club starts away on one evening a week. Right. And sometimes we have up to 25 people training with the Tri Club. Um, and they, yeah, we do a, a nice sort of hour of a session right. out in the water, depending on the weather. Yeah. Um, and then during the summer, I start building on that and adding in sessions on a Saturday morning and maybe a Tuesday morning. And then we start building on that again and starting with beginners once the water's a little bit warmer. Um, and then we have a lot of people who would come down to Skull for the whole summer mm. with their houses here or their caravans here. And uh, there's big interest in that. It's like a great thing for them to do while they're on their summer holidays. Yeah. And can would they start from scratch learning some of them or are they just improvers? Uh, mostly improvers. Right. I tend to like people to have a couple of 
lessons in the pool before I take them into the sea so I can teach them the basic, basic techniques yeah. and make sure that they're confident enough in water and just floating before yeah. they get into the sea. And I was talking to you earlier about a lot of people, especially uh, an older age, maybe that have a fear of water and they've never learned because they have this fear of putting their head in water. So, I mean, have you got special techniques that you can get people beyond that? Yes. Yeah, I definitely do. But again, I'd probably start that in the pool right. first and make sure that they're very, very comfortable with their feet on the ground, breathing, exhaling into the water, breathing in when their face comes up and just, uh, yeah, just relaxing, really. We, I do a lot of relaxation, just floating, floating on your back, floating on your front, treading water, sculling with your hands. Um, and then once they're confident with all of those techniques, then I take them into the sea. And tell me this, Sarah, um, you've come from the Cayman Islands, which has <laughs> lovely warm turquoise waters. And in fairness, on a lovely, where it's a beautiful day here today in Skull, uh, but there can be days when it's not that attractive. So, I mean, wh how do you think um, the Irish have taken to cold water swimming when a lot of tourists come here and they think we're crazy? Yeah, I think it's incredible how everybody's into their cold water swimming. Um, there's, I mean, there's just such a variety of ways of doing it as well. A lot of people are dipping in in mm. the cold. People, there's a, we've got a lovely sauna that comes here once or twice a week to Drina Traw, and that's a fabulous lovely. experience to dip into the sea and then hop into the sauna. Um, and then you've got your wetsuited swimmers mm. who you know, put their wetsuit, hats, gloves, everything on and swim out a kilometre in the cold water. So, <clears throat> yeah. And are you one of the people who believe there's something special about cold water swimming, that it does something to your chemical makeup to make you feel happier? Um, I... <laughs> you're not sure you're not, not convinced sure. it's a uh, no I know I definitely think definitely definitely think that it, that works for some people right that wouldn't be my main reason for getting <laughs> okay. into the water my main reason for getting into the water would be to put a wetsuit on and have a good workout right and swim okay. maybe 750 meters yeah get a, at this time of it's, year it's more for fitness good, for you fitness than, than the well-being yes. yes although I think one one comes with the other although, anyway yeah and I love the um meditative effect right of actually swimming yeah. in the sea and looking at the uh looking at the wildlife, yeah. looking at the, yeah. The landscape, beautiful so beautiful. Yeah. So have you any uh, top tips for, for people who are new to it? Or, you know, a lot of people listen to this podcast and they haven't actually gone swimming yet, but it's kind of um, an ambition. So have you any tips for anyone who's like thinking about it, but is a little bit hesitant, either fear of water, fear of the cold, or just fear of something new and different? Well, First thing I would do is probably contact one of us swimming coaches. There's a lot of us around. That's right. Yeah. Um, and there's a good good few of us around West Cork. Uh, and yeah, get some information. Sign up for a little um, orientation or something like that. Yes, yeah, so you don't have to commit completely. You, you could just maybe do one one class and see how yeah. you get on. The one thing I would say is never go by yourself. Right. I, would, I personally even would never swim alone. Yeah. I would always make sure there's somebody there with me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, well, listen, Sarah, thank you so much for uh, joining me today and um, best of luck with the coaching and we'll be seeing you off the slipway in Skull one of the days. Fantastic. Thank, thank you. Very you. Much. After our chat at the Skull Harbour Hotel, I accompanied Sarah on the short walk to the slipway behind Skull Community College, where the Fastnet Marine Centre is based, to meet some of the members of the Skull Triathlon Club, who joined Sarah for a short swim every Sunday morning. So I'm here with Deirdre Nicolnoin, and you're the chairperson of the Triathlon Club in Skull. Uh, but you also joined this group in the, on Sunday mornings now for your swim. So tell me a little bit about you have a big anniversary of the triathlon this year. So yes, yeah, so this year is the 20th anniversary of the Fast, Centre Fasten Triathlon. So we're really excited for this. I mean, it's amazing to think that the small beginnings we had 20 years ago, thanks to Sarah McKnight and to see how it has grown uh, to the size that it is. And here we are 20 years later, ready to celebrate it. It's also a national series event. So we will get some of the top athletes in the country coming down, but it's also really welcoming for the newcomers as well. So it's a triathlon for everyone. So it's brilliant. And when is that on this year then? It's, um, it's on the 15th of June. Okay. And can, when can you register up till when? Registration is already open for it, so you can go onto the Trathalarn website and there you will find the registration details for the Centre of Fast and Triathlon. Do you want to give us the address of the website? It's if you Trathalarn Ireland, just go onto okay. the Trathalarn Ireland website and you'll there when they have all the entries listed there for their fixtures, and then you just find the Centre of Fast and Triathlon for the. 15th of June and you can register from there. Great, okay, so we're going to do some swimming now and for those who are doing swimming as part of the triathlon, they're going to get some practice in this morning, so perfect morning for it, isn't it? Oh my God, it's beautiful, the sky is blue, there's no, very little wind, the sea looks inviting, <laughs> but cold. <laughs> Tell us, ask us afterwards, right, but okay. afterwards we feel so virtuous. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly, we'll, we'll have to say it's great. We swam for about 350 metres out towards the sea, but along the very safe shoreline and back, so a total of about 700 metres for about 20 minutes. And we met back at the slipway where there were some very happy, if a little chilly, swimmers gathered. I also had a good chat with triathlete Damien Malone. Anyway, guys. I loved it. Yeah? Oh, oh did really? you? Yes. It was really, really nice. Yeah, very, uh, very cold. Very refreshing. <laughs> very cold. Yeah, very, very cold. What's it about eight degrees today? I'd say it's about eight, right? Yeah, but the air temperature is quite cold. So yeah, by the time you get in, it's uh, getting cold. But uh, we've got a nice bit, seven hundred meters. So very happy with that. And no jellyfish. No jellyfish. The water's very clear, so yeah. it's lovely yeah, and calm for skulls. So the water was very nice. Small bit rough on the way back. And that was about good. 700 metres, so, yeah. 350 out and, and back. Yeah, so. which is good for winter swimming for, uh, yeah. for here. Yeah, now it's lovely. Great. And the coffee and cakes now. And so there I left the happy swimmers of Skull, chatting over tea and some delicious homemade buns, looking out to sea at yet another stunning location for an inspiring swim in this little piece of heaven known as West Cork. Thanks for listening to the Southern Stars from A to C podcast series. This episode was produced and presented by Southern Star editor Siobhan Cronin and edited by me, Dylan Mangan. This was the 11th episode focusing on sea swimming, so if you enjoyed it, be sure to check out our other 10 episodes with people like long-distance swimmer Ken O'Shea, 
four of the men behind the iconic Fastnet swim and the incredible swimming women of Iceland. For stories like this and more, visit southernstar.ie forward slash podcasts where you can swim through previous episodes and be sure to pick up a copy of this Thursday's newspaper in shops across West Cork or online via subscribe.southernstar.ie. Please rate, review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to make sure you don't miss any future episodes and we'll be back again very soon. Thanks for listening.